Welcome to The Good, The Bad, and The Sequel. This is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels and we do it in two parts. The first, an interview with an actor or someone involved that made the film worth watching. And the second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. I really hope you enjoyed two weeks ago, the amazing interview with George Hardy, the nicest dentist actor in the entire world. He was so genuine and hearing some of the behind the scenes stories of the making of this week's sequel. That is just, it. it's, it's called, it's the best worst movie. Is it a sequel? <laughs> I don't think so. It's not a sequel. Well, <laughs> it is a sequel, but not really, but we'll get into it. But before we take a little trip to Nilbog, I have to introduce you to my partner in the sequel watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how you doing? I'm doing great, Doug. Uh, it's great to be back. And uh, just, I feel like I was trolled for this movie. I, I feel like this movie is like the original Catfish. Because the I don't know anything about the first movie, Troll. This is called Troll 2, correct? Yes. But there's no trolls. There is no trolls. Okay. Okay. I just want to make sure I watch the same movie because so, I was. So, would you feel, would you put this in the same category as like Friday the 13th part five because Jason's not even in that movie? No, because you have. Okay. So, I look, I was thinking about this the other day. This is like what, going to see Jaws, but seeing a movie about a grizzly bear, right? Well, no, no. This was just 1975 and you walked into the wrong theater because Grizzly was out at the same time. <laughs> Oh, I mean, this movie's called Trolls, but it's about goblins. Why not call it goblins? Because then that's not a sequel, baby. Yeah, but then again, and I have this question, what's the difference between a troll and a goblin? <laughs> that is a good one. I, You know what? I always think of Harry Potter. In Harry Potter, there's no trolls in Harry Potter, but goblins like coins. These things no, there, there is a troll. There is a troll, right? The troll that walks into the bathroom, that huge monster. Wasn't that a troll? Oh, you're talking about Harry Potter? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Okay. I would say the average person has no clue what a troll or a goblin, what's the difference, right? So if they called these things trolls, I don't think anyone would know. <laughs> but can you, what if you spell troll backwards? You can't. So you're telling me they changed the name because of the name, because they couldn't spell it backwards. They're like, you know what? It's not going to work. We have to go with goblin. <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to get into that one. Jamie, this is the first time ever. I got it. They sent me this from Nilbog. Should I drink this? You know what? Drink it at your own risk. <laughs> I'm already <laughs> growing. So we, we'll get into We got to get into this movie. But there's some parts of this movie. When I start talking about them, you're going to, it's going to click like what the real movie is about. Which you okay. kind of, I guess, can tell, but really cool. So I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna critique it the way I normally would have. Meaning, you know, obviously, it's a bad movie, you know. But I'm go, I went into it knowing it's a bad movie, so I'm gonna critique it as a movie. Good. Well, that's that's what you should do. <laughs> well, that's what I'm gonna do. But again, like we talked about, I'm trying to think of what other movie. I guess you really don't put any movie into this realm. Well, I think the original Samurai Cop was a movie that everybody went for it, but the sequel, they're trying to recapture the gold. So with this movie, 
all these people were going for it. Like George said it, like they had it. The, the director was Italian, even though in the credits, it's an American name. It's not Italian. Uh, they went to the script word by word. So that's why there's a lot of weird phrases that are used in this movie. Well, okay. So you, when you say go for it, you mean like they acted their hearts out kind of thing? Yeah, this is like their big shot. All of them. This is like their first big thing. All right. So there's definitely a lot of bad actors in this movie. But one person in this movie, to me, drove me nuts, was the absolute worst actress in the movie. However, she was going for Academy Gold. Like she was going for, you know, and I mean, like she acted, but she she wasn't that good. She was. The, oh, to I, me, hope, she I hope was, it's not. We'll, we'll get when we we'll get, get to there, that but, person. All right. Now, is this? Does anything about this movie anything at all with the first movie? Like, is the grandfather in the first movie? Is there no? no. So there's no, nothing at all. Nothing. Nothing. If you see the troll, if you ever search like trolls to gifts, sometimes the other troll shows up, like the real troll, because these yeah. are goblins, and yeah, they could have used him maybe in this movie, but yeah. Okay. All right. All right. But yeah, so you've never seen this movie. I saw this a bunch on HBO when I was a kid. I remember it being on. And I'll always remember the one scene with Nilbog, which we'll get into later, but it's something. So let's talk about it. So it's so cool. We, we've we obviously covered, it's got to be almost the 60th sequel that we've done. And I don't know, is this one of our first MGM Lion beginnings? It's crazy that MGM, I know. because this movie was so popular, took it to distribute it. It is crazy, and you know, I, I'm as I'm watching, I'm like, all right, this looks like it was made in 19, you know, 82, but it was made in 1990, right? Like it, it wasn't, yeah, like 91, I think, or 92. But it's, yeah. it looks like it's so much older. Like I, I, I couldn't believe it. But yeah, I mean, it, it, to be back like that, I was very surprised. I was, I was surprised. I, it's look like it looks like a like an indie, low budget, you know, B movie, which it is, but to be backed by a big company like that. They know it's the best worst movie. They want to be attached to that, you know, that lion roar. So did they know that going into it already? Like, was that the plan or was it like already a good, like they thought it was, like they had something here and then all of a sudden. Oh, I think everybody goes out to make a, mo- a good movie. Like, I think it's like, I just mentioned like Samurai Cop 2. When you try to recapture it, you could tell there's trying. But with this, you see each scene, they're going for it. The lines are written bad. They're written in Italian and translated to English. And you see people at least trying. So that's what I like love about it. Like everyone in this movie is like really going for it. But if you put better dialogue, maybe it could have been better, but some of the lines you're just like, why would they say that? I I have a bunch of them written down, but we, we start the movie off. It's, you know, a, a grandpa telling a fairy tale to their grandkid. Wait, wait, wait. Then we, First of all, he's not telling a fairy tale. He's telling a horror story, <laughs> you know, before the kid goes to sleep. I mean, like, you know, like the, again, another trope that we see in every movie now we've been watching parents and adults are horrible role models for the kids in the movies. They are. The, ki- the kid's going to sleep and, the, and he's getting a, a hard, the kid's crying and scared. Right before he goes to sleep. What kind of story is that? Well, maybe it's even scarier that the grandpa's dead. So this is like the sixth sense, but we know in the beginning that that happened. Yeah. yeah, You know, that definitely gave me a little surprise when that happened. I was a little surprised at that one. That was a good, that was a good little twist. Oh, it was, it was an M night. M night Shyamalan saw this movie. He's like, Ooh, a twist, but too early. (laughs) 
Wait, that was your that was your accent. Ooh, it be, well, he doesn't really have an accent. He doesn't, but that's oh, all right. That was my <laughs> that was my impersonation of the way Robot Chicken does. Ooh, a twist. <laughs> so in the beginning of the movie, it, it just reminded me of like a, a guy that was auditioning for like a Peter Pan and he was lost in the forest because wow, to see all those trolls right off the jump, it was something. It, it was there was there was like it really just jumped right. I, Again, I didn't realize what was going on, and I jumped right into the movie. I'm like, there's nothing. There's like no credits. There's no title. They just started talking and trolls chasing Robin Hood. Like it was, I was thinking like Princess Bride kind of thing, you know, and like it was just, it was just jumped right into the movie. Like no hesitation. Did you notice in Joshua's room that it, it seemed like whoever the set decorator was, which I don't even know if they really had one. They just went to the local sports store and just got every pennant of teams. I understand if you're a baseball fan, you have all baseball teams, but there was a Dale Strawberry on the wall. Later in the movie, we see like a Dwight Gooden poster. We see a Reds, the Cardinals. It's probably the director's random. son's bedroom. It's not, you know, they probably, they, I don't think well, they no. went out. Well, so let's talk about this. So the director, like I said, him and his wife are from Italy. The wife wrote it and the house, they just, if you notice, the house is in really bad shape. Like, n- like when they filmed the movie, they went back to it in the best worst movie documentary, and it's it's so bad now. But then you could see the ceilings like are all oh, yeah. jacked up. Oh my god! Well, I, I have so many questions about that house swap anyway. So, oh, I don't know. Yeah, no, no, we'll get to that. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> no, it almost reminds me of Eddie, Eddie Murphy and like the 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 farm swap when they used to take kids from from the city and put them on the farm and like yeah, send kids. But, but but you trade cars and houses. Like I, I've never heard of that before. It can't be real. That like, can't be weird. Yeah, that can't be weird. Well, I mean, considering what they are. All right. <laughs> yeah. so, I I love what. So back to what it's, the trolls or the goblins running. The way they run was hysterical. <laughs> It's, it's almost like they dancing and running at the same time. Like yes. are, now, now are they, are they children actors in there? Are they little? Well, there's some, yeah, some are little people. Some you notice are bigger. So like okay. hunched over people, but yeah, they shot like all those scenes mostly within like a few days, like okay. most of all of them, but so, now they are definitely funny. And again, the guy, the director's name is Drake Floyd. And it's not that. It's not that at all. Wait, you're, you're telling you don't think Drake Floyd is a, a big Italian name in Italy? I don't think so. <laughs> who's the Who's the Godfather? Drake Floyd. <laughs> no. So so then some random girl in the story that he's telling finds Peter Fan and she starts feeding him this green yogurt. And I love Joshua who has some of the best lines. And he was a big part of that documentary was uh, he is a, I bet it was a goblin in disguise. <laughs> Love that. Wait, wait, the girl with the fake freckles all over her face. Oh, uh, they were, that was bad. Why does she well, like freckles? What? <laughs> so stupid. Like, yeah, I know it was so dumb. <laughs> was that credence who we'll talk about in a little bit. Was that credence young? Is that, was that what that was supposed to be? You know, she what? Has I didn't freckles, even... but no, I don't think, I don't think it was credence. Credence is probably like 5,000 years old. I don't think she was ever young. She was only a day over 4,942. <laughs> so then, so what about, 
So the thing that <laughs> there's so much to this, but so he eats the green yogurt, then he starts bleeding chlorophyll. He just starts bleeding it. So okay, so goblins are like a one with nature. Is that what it is? Like, because there's a lot of nature in this movie. Yeah, let me just get this out of the way for people that are listening. <laughs> so, so the guy's wife, the director Drake Floyd, I can't think. I should know his a real name, but his wife wrote this movie because all of her friends were becoming vegetarians and she hated them. So she wrote this story. Goblins are the vegetarians. If you notice in this movie, everything has to do with vegetables. And there's lines in this movie when they talk about meat, people are spitting, almost vomiting. So that is the underlying theme of this entire movie. So this movie is made out of spite. This is propaganda. This is anti-vegan <laughs> vegetarian propaganda. That is amazing. That that's that's amazing. She even says it in the documentary. She's like, and you know, I hated them. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things you can do if you hate someone for what they they like, but make a movie. <laughs> I mean, it's probably a lot of easier things you could have done. Yeah, make a sign. Don't hang out with them anymore. No, I'm gonna go to Utah and shoot a movie. And spend money, like a, a, a decent amount of money. I, that's correct. But you know what? Now looking at the movie with all the vegetables and everything else, it makes sense. It's pretty amazing. So you talked about it before, like the house swap. We'll, we'll get into like when when we see the other family that the weights swap houses with. But what does Michael do for a living that he can just stop working for a month? A month. A month. And the, the, I guess the kids don't have school. Was it a summer? I didn't even know if it was summertime. Oh yeah, I would guess it was a summer. It seemed pretty okay. hot. All right, so yeah, a month. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they didn't live in they didn't, they didn't live in a big house either. I mean, it's you know that's what I mean. So they should be working. <laughs> they uh, need to work. Yeah, that's true. It makes I mean, more you know, sense I, if they were like in a mansion. They're like, honey, you know. But he does yeah, say so and so is going to take over my clients for the next month. So maybe they let George be a dentist. Where does this take place? What, is, it, is it in the United States? Is it take well, place it's in, like, in Utah? Okay, no, but I mean, where- oh, in the movie, if you think about it, I think they kind of set it L.A. ish, even though the house okay. looks like it's nothing in L.A., like the Waits' <laughs> house, because he said, yeah, it's a big city. And, you know, there's a bunch of stuff around. There's a lot of things to do. So maybe it's that. Yeah, I was thinking it was, it was like another country. You know, they always take like a month holiday. They call it a holiday. So I was thinking maybe that, but. Oh, yeah. Well, exactly what you just said, because this is an Italian movie. Right, right. Translated That's why the English. Month. Yeah. That's probably why they did it. So then we so then we meet Holly, who I, I, honestly, super cute. And yep. she has to recite some god awful lines. And she again owns it. Okay, well, first of all, let's let's get back to Holly. So when we see her, first of all, one of the, the biggest special effects I think that we've had in this whole movie is sweat. There's tons of sweat throughout the whole movie. Now she's working out. She's I should say working out. She's doing bench press, right? In her <laughs> bedroom belt. with a belt and maybe about a hundred reps. <laughs> All she did was bench press the entire time. And she's dripping wet, sweating. Who does that at late at night? And and it looks like <laughs> it almost looked like it was a plastic bar. Like it looked like one of those toy, like big kid, kid things. And she's wearing a full flash dance, you know, outfit, whatever. 
Yeah. And then, yeah, well, maybe Michael likes to keep the house hot. I don't know. But why would, again, grandpa's telling the kid a horror story just before bed. And she's working out like that just before bed. She's going to like sleep in her own sweat. Come on. They, well, they, they, again, you, the whole movie, every single person is dripping wet constantly. Yeah. So I love the first time that we see George Hardy was playing Michael. Dude, the matching pajamas top and bottom his outfits in this movie and he provided these outfits all these actors brought their own stuff i was gonna say i can see him wearing that all the time like (laughs) yeah like i I feel like the way he is is totally the way he was even i mean but even the kid though the kid's wearing a collar shirt he's how old is he like eight (laughs) he's wearing a collar shirt the whole movie who does that well in munchie Kid wore a baseball uniform for a weekend, so maybe. Well, you know what? Think about it. Okay, okay. So, how many days does this movie take place? Uh, like in movie world. In movie world? Oh man, it must be only. They only slept one night at the house, so two days. All right, so two days. So they didn't change clothes in two days, and then eat for two days. <laughs> they had hunger pains. Right. <laughs> that, that was my. I laughed out loud at one line. Oh, one line. Yeah. Well, there's more. There's a couple other lines that we'll talk there about. Are, but no, no, but there's one that my daughter and I looked at each other and we started laughing. <laughs> so wouldn't this raise a, a red flag? Would you ever want to go on vacation? Like to me, maybe there's somebody listening that says, ah, oh, dog, I just like sit on the lake. I just want to live in a town with 26 people. That's frightening. Yeah, but it's listen. You know, it's like it's it's like going to a cabin in the woods or something like that. You know, away from everybody. I mean, it's a little different. You know, it's a more quieter pace. I, I think again, obviously, they know the kid is a little disturbed. He keeps seeing his grandfather. You know, <laughs> um, so I think it was more just to get away. I just the, again the whole swapping. Fine, I I I could I could see it as like an Airbnb. You know, but they also traded cars. <laughs> like, what was the point of that? Like, I don't like you have your own car. Why do you got to trade cars? No, they didn't trade cards, didn't they? Yes. No. They he told, told him the Astro Van. No, he told didn't he tell him the, the the car has this the TV or something. He was saying something. No, he I'm no, always positive. No, no, he was talking about the he goes, our house has all the appliances. We got a TV, we got a microwave, we got a refrigerator. No, 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 because that creepy family left in the pickup truck because the kid, we'll talk about it now. The kid sat in oh, the, the back ball. of the pickup truck and threw the baseball. But yeah, no. So we'll, okay. we'll get to that. We'll get there in a second. I, I don't know why I thought they traded cars. All right, that changes the whole movie now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so I loved when uh, they were talking about like, hey, Margot was like, oh, you know, Josh is seeing uh, Grandpa Seth again. He goes, oh, it's okay. I had a grand imaginary friend as a kid. And he goes, yeah, but your imaginary friend wasn't your dead grandpa. Yeah, that, that was kind of weird. I mean, uh, you know, I, but, you know, they obviously they they know the kid has issues, but they seem nonchalant about it. Yeah. And it, you know, it's weird, too. And I feel like I was going to ask you about this because I, I don't know if you picked up on this. So when she's talking to uh, Joshua in his room and says, you got to stop talking to your grandpa. It upsets your father, your father. And I, I swear they yep. said something like he's his dad or something like yep. that. But it's the mom's dad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I noticed that too. Yeah. It's they, I think they screwed that one up. Yeah. Yeah. 
I was like, oh my God, dude, that made no sense. I felt like the mom was creepy the whole movie, though. I feel like she was. Oh, she, she was. Really, like, I don't know, just, just, she, she seemed like she could have been a troll or goblin. Well, I, well now well, I know. I just, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get Holly's boyfriend, Elliot, sneaks in. Well, first, the friends all peep in the wrong this that's total 80s trope i love that trying to sneak in the window but they go to the wrong window they scare the joshua he freaks out you mean the fact that there's four of them on a ladder like looking in a window <laughs> <laughs> and then really not for nothing the four biggest tools ever oh dude totally and the fact that holly must get a weird vibe she really likes this guy and then she really hates this guy really likes really hates because the first thing she says is like Oh, you brought them? You didn't bring your friends, did you? And then they're at the window, and she's like, you know what, Elliot? I'm not into group sex. And I'm like, whoa, this escalates. Well, first of all, she's not into any of that at all. Like, I mean, right? She's been she's, she's been waiting. But, like, yeah, it, it just bizarre. Like, his relationship with his friends is extremely bizarre. You have this super cute girl here, and he'd rather hang out with his guys all the time. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's so bizarre, the fact that he has to bring his friends. Like, when she basically is like, my dad hates you. He's going to, he catches you. Oh no. What does he say? I have to, re- I have to release. He so, says yeah. something like sexual like that. And she's like, if my dad catches you in here, he's going to, he's going to rip off your tiny little nuts and chew and eat them. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's not the image that you, yeah. Said before? yeah, I know. Well, the, the fact that she goes, my dad hates you. And then two seconds later, she's like, yeah, I'm going to tell you that you're coming with us for a month. On vacation. Yeah. You're, you're, I'm leaving the next day. You're going to come with us for a month. <laughs> <laughs> and it's such uh the fact that the next morning he doesn't show up at all. And his buddies who, how old are they? 17, 18 years old. I thought, yeah, they had to be, but and they have a Winnebago. And how did they pass them up? Cause they, they didn't show up. They left an hour and a half because yes. they, they waited an hour and a half yet. They were ahead of them when they got there. Yes. Okay. No, that made absolutely no sense. <laughs> and I'll mention this now. The fact that the whole time in this movie, I thought the Winnebago broke down and they just forgot to add the scene. Why didn't it move? Why didn't they ever drive? Why were they running miles to get to town every time? Well, there's a lot of questions. I mean, there's a lot of questions. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there's yeah, a lot. there's a lot. And how about like George yelling? Uh, well, Michael uh, is yelling at the daughter about the boyfriend. She's like, if you would have waited another few minutes, then it was already minutes. He, waited, he waited an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. And then how about the mom? Again, she is a little weird. She's a little crazy. She's like, she's like, Joshua, Joshua, sing that song that I like. <laughs> I, I, I would like, first, first of all, he's wasn't he, he was already, did he have the dream already? The heart? No, he has he it afterwards. Okay. After, okay. Yeah. So, what, oh, cause she was, she was having the nurse breakdown, but the boyfriend. So she, she wanted to come. So yeah, the favorite, my favorite song, sing that song. You sing. Was it? Row, row, row your boat. Row, row, row your boat. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's like some like obscure song. It's kid sings. And it's <laughs> well, I was thinking they chose that song because there was no licensing and they didn't have to pay for it. That'd be my guess. I don't think they could sing like a hit song. Of all the songs, you, you can't make up a song. Like of all the songs, row, row, row your boat. That song I like. <laughs> that mom has some really weird taste in music. She's like, what was their wedding song? London Bridge is falling down. <laughs> like seriously. 
Oh shit, man. That That's doesn't funny. make any sense. And how dumb are Elliot's buddies that he goes, So you're telling me, bro, that in this town in Nilbog, there's all these girls? Is yeah, there's all these girls free and unattached. And they're like, Yeah. None of them look like they've ever even talked to a girl before. No. Like and, and, and even when they had the opportunity, they look like they could, you know. So yeah, I mean, these guys I, I don't know. I don't again. These four kids dropped everything. They did. Did they know they were going away on vacation? No. So they dropped everything to go away for a month. Also, and how far away was this? Did they ever say how far of a drive it was? It seemed like they, I mean they're probably in a car for a while, but it can't be. I mean, okay, but even so, though, like for a month, you're gonna go away again. You just drop everything. So here's a, here's a huge burning question that I that I have to ask: How did they choose? How did they choose the Waits family? To be involved in this whole exchange. Like, really? Did he? Well, because, uh, because you have only 26 people in town. They probably have, they have a family of four. So I guess you had to make it even swap. But how do they pick them out of all the fa- of family six hours away? Oh, well, that's the town that does a swap. <laughs> you, th- you think every town does a swap like that? No, I don't think any town does a swap. <laughs> I was just trying to think of like how they chose the Waits family. Like, was it because of Grandpa Seth knowing? Did he know too much? Or we saw we saw the whole town in the barn, and there didn't seem that there were only the only children were the Waits. So yeah, I think yeah. that's the only that was the only option. Oh, but by the way, the whole the entire town they do look like goblins without the the costumes. I know, I know. especially the sheriff. Yes. <laughs> So then we have Joshua, like you mentioned, he has the nightmare in the car. Everybody turns on it. One thing I really do like about like the directing and the camera work is every time they do this really weird camera angle, where they get almost too close and it really is freaky. There's a scene later in the movie when they get really close with all the t- people in the town are like hovering over them and it looks so good here when they're like turning and looking at him and then they all turn into goblins. I think, I think the kid did a very good job. You know, he, I mean, he's a young kid. First of all, I didn't realize how young he was. Like when he was being read the story, I'm like, this kid seems a little too old to be scared of a horror story. But when you see him outside with his family, he's, he's tiny. He's a small kid. So I think he does a good job. I mean, uh, of fear and everything. I think he did a very good job for what it was. Um, He was probably the best actor in the movie. Besides the goblin behind me. No, and then one thing that sat his name's uh Michael Stevenson. He was so disappointed because they didn't obviously get a release in the movie theater, so he got the VHS for Christmas and he was like so excited for like this is his big break and he watched it and he was like, Oh my god. So they probably none of them saw it before it came out. It's not like they had a screening or probably sent him copies or anything. It was just like a huge surprise. Could you imagine like his so he's probably he's, I'm sure he's married kids now, like the first time he shows his children like this movie. They're probably like, it's like show like when I, I got excited to show my son an Atari game and he looked at me, he was like that really like, can you imagine like the kids what the movies they see today? And then they say that look, look, look at this movie and they see him in this. They're probably like, emb- so embarrassed, you know, because they're, they're stupid kids. You know, what do they know? Or they look at IMDb and they see it's the best worst. Like, it's so hard to make the best. It's just as hard. It's like in a horse race. It's just as hard to really come in last than to come in first. Like, to be the best worst movie, it's impossible. It's so crazy. So okay, so okay, so let's let's. I want to break that down for a second. So how do you? How can you be the best of the worst? 
Because you if you, because if you're the worst, you can't be best. You're the best worst. You're the best but loser. We, no, but you're but you're the worst. If you're if you're the worst person in the world, you can't be the best worst person because now you're not you're not you're not the, you're not the worst. <laughs> like how does that work? It works. <laughs> okay. It just works. So yeah, so so when the goblin dream's happening, Joshua's in the backseat and he's like turning into a tree and in the backseat is leaves, green blood coming. And one thing that was cool, George told me that not many people kept things. And Josh, like even as a little kid, like felt like, hey, I should keep this. So he has all that stuff, like still okay. to this day, which is cool. You think he has like in a shrine, like in, the, like, in his house? Like, his, hell you know, yeah, this- I would. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, dude. That one's so cool. So then, so then we see Grandpa Seth, who is one of my favorite. He's, gr- I love him in this movie. He, I think he's so good because <laughs> he is going for it. Like every line that he utters, but when he's the hitchhiker and the kids, could you imagine if your you know, son or daughter said, Dad, pull over? Would you really stop? And again, this is this is about the bad adulting. He basically ran like ran away from his family multiple times. They haven't noticed half the times. Now they clearly see that's not his grandfather. And they allow him to run to a stranger on the side of a road who's hitchhiking. How how like how bad parenting is that? <laughs> it's horrible. And and he was there for a while. It wasn't like he was there for two seconds. And then they finally backed up. It was like he was talking yeah. to him because then he said, "This is a bad place, little one." It even gives me the creeps. <laughs> it's so stupid. And then I love it's a homeless guy, and he like looks sort of like him, but he's like pretty angry. But the fact that Grandpa Seth is able to do this magic, he's uh. I wish we knew more about his backstory. How did Grandpa die? Did I explain that? No, they don't. But that would have been good. How about a? How about I mean, a they, yeah. Oh, I mean, well, explain how he died. Why does he know so much about goblins? How does he have all these powers? I mean, he's a you know big part of this movie. We know we know nothing about Grandpa. I know they should have done just a little exposition. Maybe if the the tr- uh, the goblin people said something, he says a little bit, but it's nothing like that that really does anything for the audience unless maybe it's just it's all the kid and it's all in his mind like fight club <laughs> and he's not i mean the grandpa has, has is never there at all it's just the kids talking to himself and doing everything himself that would be great <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> so then they get to Nilbog. They pull up. Well, first uh they see the Winnebago pulled over and Holly flips off the boyfriend when he's like waving for them. But when they pull up and they're like, where is everyone? And again, it seems like it's what, like 12, 2 o'clock, just timing-wise, because they said they were leaving first thing in the morning. Yep. It's a farming community, they're all sleeping by this time. It looked like it was in the middle of the day. And like that right. would freak me out. No one was there. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then we uh, so we talk dive into the uh, the other family. Like if you went to a house again, first of all, you're a little creepy and a little weird and a little off. If you're okay with swapping homes with someone, like somebody, first thing they're gonna do, medicine cabinet, go through your drawers, like that. That's all I think about. hundred percent. And you have these people that are just staring. Yeah, but you know what though, fa- the family seems so clueless. I mean, again, there's so many times in this movie that they've come across creepy situations, and the act so clueless, like he doesn't, he's so oblivious to what's going on. Yeah. So you know, so I, I think like they were so excited when they walked in that house. I thought it was the most beautiful house in the world, and all this for like, so like they're so clueless. So like, it just it's a, the kid's the only one that wasn't clueless. No, he was. Grandpa Seth trained him to know like what to look for, but the fact that when the family leaves, yeah. And the kid throws the baseball and says, eat before we eat you. <laughs> Amazing. And what's with the color green? Just what is like, is it just well, the chlorophyll? chlorophyll? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it is. It, like, it looks like almost like the green when you bake, when you buy the stuff to like yeah, squeeze yeah. on. Because the, yeah. the, the green stuff on the corn, it's not even wiped on the corn. It looks like <laughs> toothpaste on the corn. Uh, the fondant looks like fondant. Yeah. That green. Yeah. And wouldn't it be creepy enough? Again, you're doing this exchange. You're already like kind of weird. Like the Waits family, like you said, they're kind of clueless. I don't know how I feel if somebody left me a feast. That That's been, like yeah, who knows how long it's been sitting there. Yes. But again, they, 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 they drove a couple hours. They haven't eaten, so they're hungry. Um, but they don't notice there's a lot of green. Again, like everything is green. The drinks, the food, the insides of the food. Like, I mean, it's like that doesn't act like. To me, I would think like, oh, maybe it's rotten. Maybe Green. It's rotten. <laughs> yeah. No, they also seem they seem very hungry throughout the whole movie. Well, they are they are. If you really think about it, yeah, they don't really eat. Well, They're like okay, so let's go to, so you're swapping houses. I don't think you're swapping food either. I think uh, I think if you're swapping houses, you're gonna go to the supermarket yourself, you're gonna bring your own food. You're gonna eat their food. Like that seems weird too now. Yeah, wouldn't you? Yeah, like I wouldn't trust like, any open containers. No, open I would. We would have brought our own groceries with us. It's like going to a shore house. You know, you bring your own stuff. Come on. Yeah. Maybe they never went on vacation before. That's why they go for four weeks because they haven't gone. <laughs> Kids, I want to make up for the last fifteen years of your life. <laughs> we haven't done much at all. <laughs> God, I love that. So then, Grandpa Seth like is at the window and he's telling Joshua about the food and he's like, "Don't let them eat that. Eat it." Do whatever you must. Okay. 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 So first of all, no. He, what do you say? You have, what do you say? You have, you have t- like two, five minutes. 30, you have 30 seconds. And okay, then okay, Grandpa 30, Seth 30. shows a power that he has. He makes everyone freeze. Okay. Which by the way, they struggled so bad freezing. They did a great job. Oh, they did a great job, but they all struggled. You could see the I shaking know. of, you know, but okay. So he gave him 30 seconds, which turned out to be about 10 minutes of him deciding what he was going to do. And out of everything he could have done, like basically just knock a table over or throw, he decides to piss on it. That's, <laughs> that's his answer. Like that was his answer. That's the only thing he could come up with. <laughs> like wouldn't you smack the food on the floor and throw, uh, throw it. You had 30 seconds. You had plenty of time to ruin everything. Yeah. Wouldn't you just like, yeah. Wouldn't you grab all of it, throw it out, run outside, toss it, and then be like, Oh my God, it disappeared. Yeah. Right. No. Peeing on it. That was his answer. Now, did they see him pee on it or they tasted the pee? Oh, they might. No, they definitely. No, they definitely saw it because they 
they they uh george utters the line which we'll get into but oh, again this goes to the writer hating vegetarians so she's like i will have little boy pee on it like the fact that he stood up on the table and you saw him start to yeah. go down with the zipper oh and again so so he peed in front of his family how weird is that like, so that's that makes it even worse <laughs> it is weird but it saved them so and the fact right. that when they're throwing all the plates out and stuff they're like talking about how soggy and smelly the food is. Oh my god! So, so, so clearly, you have a kid here who's talking to his dead grandfather and now pissing on the table when they're eating. I don't think a four-week vacation is what this kid needs. You know, from his parents. You know, like he needs, he needs four weeks somewhere, like a padded room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. But how the parents like they ignore it? They just well, the best part's coming up. My my the line I like. Yeah. So let's talk about it. So when he picks him up. And he's like taking the kid upstairs. And I love the fact that the creepy family that lived there before put signs on the doors with the kids' names. Yeah. That's, that's well, that's what they do when you do swap house. <laughs> swap <laughs> house. Swap house coming this fall. ABC. Hosted by Tom Arnold. I guess Tom Arnold could do that, right? He's probably swapped houses with oh, people. Yeah, he looks like he swapped houses. Swapped wives, <laughs> houses. What? But what line was it that got you? When he takes his belt off, oh no! When he, when he started messing with his belt, and the kids like, you could see fear in his kids, and then the kids like, "Dad, what are you gonna do?" So like, then he said, and he goes, "I'm gonna tighten my belt, so I don't feel this huge hunger pain or something." What do you say? Like, is it- yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna tighten my belt one one belt loop, so I don't feel hunger pains. And your mom and your sister have to do that too. I like when he says. And you can't piss on hospitality when he's going to each door, and then he ha- and then he knocks the door open and throws the kid on the bed. Oh my god! But literally, I they made it look like he was gonna whip that kid yeah. so hard with that belt, and the, the kid's fear. So I, I I was dying when he said that. I, I we laughed out loud. It was pretty funny. Oh, I love that whole part. That's so great. <laughs> and one thing that's cool is after he leaves, when the kids looking around the room, some really cool. On the walls, again, the goblins that we see later don't look like it, but the cool goblin artwork that we see on the wall there. Then I think it's at the general store later in the movie. Like again, these swap these swap house people, why would they why would they wouldn't they want it to be like a surprise? Why would they just leave those photos up? Oh, because eh, I don't know. You want a challenge? It's a family portrait. <laughs> the goblins. It is. <laughs> It's a, so it's a family portrait. <laughs> so then we get Arnold. Oh. So Arnold, we get cut to the window back. This scene is uh, so when Arnold goes outside to smoke the the butt, he sees this blonde girl that's clearly running like in distress, and the first thing he thinks is, "Let me run, chase her, and tackle her to the ground." She's screaming. Her clothes are all disheveled, and look like she might, she might even have some blood on her. Yeah, and he's 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 yeah. That's again. The, he's probably the first girl he's seen. He probably go to old boy school. It seems that way, or he really believes his friend that much that these women are free and unattached. And <laughs> hey, if you see him, grab him. Ah, <laughs> uh, and and then she talked about, oh, you're human, and he goes, I'm very human. Want to see? What is, what does that mean? Like, what what do you think he was planning? Penis. Oh, okay. All right. 
take it right out. <laughs> but I do love, man. I love the fact when Arnold sees the goblins and she's like, they're over there. And how tough he is to them. Not phased one bit. No. He, he was he was like, what are these things? Or, or something like that. Like he said something so stupid, like not you have these monsters that are staring at you, a bunch of them holding weapons. I mean, looking like that. And he's like, what are these guys? Like not phased at all. And then he acts all tough. And then oh, I, after he like he yells at him, he walks away like he's like, yeah, I just told him my business. <laughs> he almost says like, not like you stay out, but he's like, you guys don't leave. You guys leave her alone. And you see the one just like. He's like, he like looks and then he just pulls the spear, throws it. And it's like, spear. It was like, it was like a tree trunk. That he, it, was like, it was like a, it was like a skinny tree trunk that he threw at him. I love that. <laughs> Everything about that is so great. And then they rip it off and then they run to an old church looking place. But red flag. If I walk into a, a church, what I think is a church and I see a bed with red uh sheets on it and there's just like plants everywhere why would you even continue or bottles that smoke coming out of it or like i mean like there was it looked like a laboratory like it looked like a seance or something like yeah i mean there was a lot of bottles of smoke in that throughout the whole movie one actually they even do a zoom in on it there's like a 30 second zoom in of watching the smoke pile What, what do you think's in that stuff well it could be the fountain of youth that we see later but it's got to be some kind of goblin. Maybe it helps the goblin with like the one behind you. Uh, we're on video and Jamie on zoom. He has the goblin and it has really bad baggage. So maybe it helps get rid of that. <laughs> a little of that little ice cube. Maybe the little, aro- a little aroma. Cause I mean, I'm, I'm assuming goblin smell. Well, that's not it. What if a goblin's listening? They, they, they should start using deodorant. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I feel like uh old spice would, uh, would jump at a goblin commercial or goblin century. Listen, they have caveman commercials. Why can't you have a goblin commercial? They should, you know, Jeez, get on <laughs> it. <laughs> so then we see Deborah Reed as credence. No, no, dude. She, again, she brought it home. She okay. wanted to win that Academy award. Yes. She, she wanted that that trophy so bad she acted her ass off in this role unfortunately i think she should be finding another career because she's not i, I didn't think in this movie it, it was almost like she was doing a play like it was like she was at a like a like a like a like, a, like an off-broadway play and that's how yeah. she was acting it was almost like her voice again, like you kind of mentioned before when we made the joke about like her being really old. She was speaking like she hasn't seen people really, and she's from you know five thousand years ago because just the way she enunciates, it yeah. But but she was just so old. Like, it literally, like I mean, you you could see like the actors in this movie really trying to act. I feel like like when she was acting though, it didn't fit the way the other ones were acting. Like I feel like like she was so over the top. Like it, literally, it felt like I was watching a play because obviously with the low budget kind of look to it. Yeah, yeah. But when she was on screen, it looked like she was a, like on a Broadway play, and that's how she was acting. I I couldn't take her too much, but she <laughs> she 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 brought it as much as she could. So I'll oh hell yeah, she worked the hardest, but she was the worst. <laughs> so the fact that you're again you're getting chased by goblins, one throws a spear at you. You go into this creepy church with the first thing that you accept a uh, uh, like a drink. 
that is foaming over and she says it is filled with all the vegetal properties on earth see vegetables everywhere it's like just mocking people that eat vegetables again it's another woman he hasn't seen women so he's you know again two he hasn't seen women in probably forever now he's seen two right away He's, he's done well again this credence version i'm not a fan of but later <laughs> yeah i mean i mean based on her hygiene i i wouldn't really do much with anything she gives me oh i know her cracked oh the makeup again the obviously it's a low budget but for what it is for the time period, like I think those guys, I think the goblins look well the way should, should it be a burlap sack, but I think they look decent for what their budget is. I don't know what it was, but it was 21 days they were eating like stale pizza. The tree, when he turned in the tree, that was pretty good. That looked cool. I think that that, cool. that that was cool. The guy, I mean, listen, the, the masks and the goblin, I mean, oh, I don't think it was great, but I'm saying for what oh, it was, yeah, it like I, I guess with the movie, I think it could have been like a lot worse. And her makeup. Looked so it grossed me out like around her lips. Oh yeah, yeah. It was so chapped and like, yeah, Yeah, hot stuff. But in the other version of her, I rolled the dice. (laughs) 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 But I love that after they both drink it. Why can't I move? Arnold can't move. The girl's like crawling up the stairs, and she start and she turns it to Jello. 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 You know what though? I'd rather the Jello than what he turned into. Because I mean, would you assume once you turn to Jello, do you still feel anything at that point? No. Now, I have a question about him. So he turns into a tree, right? We're not there yet. Yeah. But how does he get? A, how does he get in a pot? I guess she pots him off. Uh, they cut that scene. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know if the pot grew also from the, 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 the potion. But it was crazy that he, I remember that trauma, not traumatized me, but as a kid, I remember seeing him in that tree with everything on his mouth. Like I saw this movie like I was seven years old, probably eight years old. I remember just being so freaked out at that whole part. You know what? For the If you're watching it like at that age, at the time it comes out, it can be extremely creepy. You know, oh, yeah. I, you know, again, that's that's what makes it better watching it now where you're like, oh, my gosh, you know, like it's just so ridiculous. But it's it's for that time. I mean, I think he looked pretty good. Like, you know, the thing sticking out of him. That was that was pretty good. Oh, hell yeah. And I love his line. They're eating her and then they're going to be eating me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> and then here's my favorite joke of the movie is coming up uh when so when holly's working out another workout montage when she does the yeah the eyes is that a workout is that part of a workout <laughs> well i don't know i wouldn't say it's working out it's like a dance workout that they basically just said like eh, do whatever <laughs> it was filler they needed filler and she's wearing a, a garfield Aries like astrological sign sure and she's just like dancing like whatever and maybe they told her like hey we'll just leave the best ones in they left them all in every single one but when she's dancing and grandpa Seth's head comes in the mirror and says Joshua Joshua and she like freaks out dude the next part 
you you laughed, I hope, right? Which part? So when Grandpa Seth, when Joshua goes, Holly, don't worry, I'll switch. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I'm not, I'm not afraid. Yeah. Right. The kid's been afraid the entire movie. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Well, no, I'm not saying that's a funny joke. No, he did that so he could talk to your grandpa. But when grandpa goes, when Josh was like, grandpa, you went to the room, wrong, wrong room. And he goes, sorry, I still have to learn the layout of this house. <laughs> so great. I love it, man. It's just so. Oh. Well, he's a he, grandpa is definitely a peeper, though. I mean, he's constantly peeping in w- mirrors, windows, doors. You know, he's definitely a peeper. He's Jason Voorhees. Yeah, he yeah, is. He's, but this is the line that changed it for me. Like we talked about earlier, it seemed like uh, Michael was uh, Grandpa Seth's son. But here's when he goes, don't worry about your dad. He, I always thought he was a good for nothing. And I'm like, wait, right. they forgot about earlier in the movie when it, they, they made it seem the opposite. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Now, okay. So again, Grandpa's telling the kid horror stories. And now he's telling his grandson that his father's a good for nothing. <laughs> like, so, I mean, as much as a hero grandpa is, he's kind of a douche. No, no, he definitely is. Yes. <laughs> you know, and, 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 you know, like to me, I, I don't even think the father's been that bad. I think, I feel like the mom's, you know, a good for nothing. Like the oh. father's been, he's the father's the only one really doing anything. Yeah. His well, kid pissed on his food. Yeah. And he yeah. didn't beat him. I'm not, I'm not advocating beating your kid, but, I don't know. <laughs> pissed on your food in front of you. And your father uh, does nothing. And he just, he just tightens his pants. That's, that's a pretty nice father. <laughs> oh my God. So then we get one of the buddies Ugh. gets, he wakes up. I think this is uh, Jason Stedman, uh, Drew. He gets up and he's like, man, there's no food. There, he's like, I want coffee and milk. And I think he said something else, but he's like, I'm going to go. And he starts like jogging to go get food. Tons of sweat again. Yeah. You know, now again, you, you made the point before there. Are they, they're not broken down. Are they, or they are broken down? No, they're not. Okay. So why not drive there? They have a car. <laughs> it made no sense because it looked like he was running for a long time. And oh, did yeah. he have any clue? There was a store anybody. Cause he was on a highway. Like it, there was nothing nearby at all no they had no clue that where anything was because right. they pulled there first right. it's not right. like yeah because we wouldn't have saw them if it was like they went through the town beforehand yeah. but right. then how about this i just saw the sheriff's name do you know what his name is um i think it's really in the movie no i know i gene frank gene, gene freak 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 gene freak <laughs> i love well, that this 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 scene reminded me of uh first blood <laughs> <laughs> It was again. If somebody picks me up, a cop. Hey, maybe I'll get. I don't even know if I would get in. But then he offers me a sandwich with green, yeah, meat on it. Maybe. And you're just gonna take a sandwich from the yeah it, it, that whole like yeah yeah. It makes this. He's like, "Are you hungry?" He's like, "Yeah, <laughs> sir." And he like eats this freaking green sandwich. <laughs> Do you even ask what it is? Like, I mean, I, I have you ever seen a green meat? Like I mean, or green anything like in a sandwich? Like, are you, like, like what would be green? Like, a, <laughs> like, like that? Like, it looked like a burger. Look like a green burger or something. Like, I don't know what it was. Uh, yeah, even if somebody gave me a sandwich that had meat on it, I'd be like, "Hey, what the hell is this? I'm not gonna yeah. just eat a sandwich, Jim." Yeah. Oh damn! You're not just gonna eat it. 
It was human flesh. Damn it. I almost got you. I almost got you. <laughs> you trickster, you animal actor. So, so I love that when he drops over the general store, again, red flag, you get out of a car and everyone, it's like a small town bar. When you get in there and everyone's staring at you, oh my God, I would just all, run. All, all men, no women. Yeah, no, nope. and there very, and very few the, women in the town. Very few, and the pause, like they, they not even just staring, they weren't moving. They and like, would you even walk in there? Like, I would like go so far away at that point. Yeah. Like, all right, you know what? I don't need anything. Like, that was just yeah. And again, they, they all look, they all look creepy too. Oh yeah, they look like if if you said, "Hey, a goblin as a person," what do they look like? Those people, <laughs> exactly. So, so here's a little behind the scenes thing. And again, this isn't like, uh, I don't want to make light of this. So the guy had some mental is- issues in real life. Uh, he was like in a mental institution in Utah. Wait, the which one? Who played the general store clerk. Oh, okay. So he, I don't even know what else he was in. I don't know if it was just local stuff, but he said to his agent, cause he was able to leave the mental place that he was. So he was, he was well enough to be able to leave on the weekends. He told his agent, Hey, I want to start acting. And she's like, well, I have you, I have an audition for you. You know, if you get it, you don't have to pay me a fee. So he auditioned for this role. He came back, nothing. So then uh, they called him and said, Hey, you got the role. Cause the guy we wanted, uh, you know, didn't show up, but dude, this guy is so freaky looking and the way he acts. Wait a second. So you're telling me, you have all those extras. You couldn't take one of those guys that were in the front that was standing there to be the, you had to get someone that was in a mental hospital to be the actor. Yeah, I don't know. He said it was like a mental institution. Okay, okay. I, <laughs> oh, you, you had 16 extras outside staring at this kid. You couldn't use one of them. You're like, how, like, why would, like, why would they, unless they not, I guess they didn't pay him then. Did he do it for free? No, I, no, he got paid. He just didn't pay his agent a fee, but. I don't know. Nobody could have nailed it like he did when they, when the kid goes, "Do you have any? Uh, do you have eggs?" And he goes, "Yuck!" yuck. <laughs> and his face when you first see him peering through the back, dude, he's scary, man. Was there anything in that store besides milk? <laughs> no, that's all there was it was. was Nilbog milk, okay. <laughs> lumpy milk. Oh, when the mom earlier pours it out. Oh, that like, was gross. Yeah, that was gross. Even the green stuff like grossed me out. Like seeing that, it was yeah. like green's that color. I don't know if it was blue. Maybe I'd be like, man, I'll give it a shot. Green. <laughs> I wonder if they got was it? Was what show was that? Grass. I can't do that. Intelligent. The slime. That it looked like slime. The whole. The whole <laughs> oh yeah, it did. Yeah, <laughs> the whole movie. So how about when he comes out again? He has this weird interaction with this guy that he's like, "Do you have bacon? Milk? Bacon?" He goes, "You drink milk? No bog milk." And then when he goes outside, these random guys that just stared at him before said, hey, go find your buddy Arnold. He said and meet him at the old the old church that is a house. <laughs> That's what they said. And he like, okay, I know where that like, what? He doesn't How know would he where know, that right, is. Right. right. Yes. First of all, why would he know Arnold? How would he know? You know, and then where would he know where the church is? But he, he finds it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, well, again, it is a, a, a town of only 26 people. So how big is a town really? No, that is true. I guess they could be like, hey, if anybody else comes, that's probably my friend Drew, you know. <laughs> and one funny thing is Drew throughout this movie, he has a logo on his shirt for a lot of it. And then 
he lost it. So he told the director like, Hey, do you have another one of those shirts? Can you have somebody go get it? And they're like, no. So he had to go out and buy his own yellow shirt. It didn't have a logo on it. So there's like within like scenes of the movie, he has the shirt and then no That's awesome. logo on the shirt. That's funny. This is great. <laughs> so then the, he goes to find Arnold. Arnold turns into a tree. And here's another funny thing. The director didn't like the actor uh, that played Arnold, Darren Ewing, because he complained a lot because he was he was standing in that thing for hours upon hours. So if you notice, he has like this mouthpiece that was like the so he made the mouthpiece so shut he him up. couldn't complain. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. That is amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> that's like unbelievable. That, that is amazing. That's 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 awesome. So that so then really right from there, well, nothing happens in that scene, right? Does Creedence show up yet? He takes it. He takes the thing off his mouth, right? Is that? And he starts dragging him, but he doesn't have the energy. But but but, but he starts talking normal as soon as he takes it off. It's like everything's okay. <laughs> like first of all, I'm assuming that grew like all over his face and everything else. Like I, I would think that like peeling it off is like peeling his, like his part of his body off at this point. But it was only like it, they made it look like it was just like a little mask. But like that should have been part of his body. Everything yeah, else yeah. part of his body. No, that's true. Like if a bigger budget, he would have probably had no lips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the next scene is when we find out everything about it. But again, if like while you're watching it, like when I mentioned before that the whole like underlying theme in this movie, like there's so much of it, like you might almost get it. But the fact that when they're looking for food and like no places are open, it's Michael and Joshua. And Michael just somehow like I don't where was that vegetable book just sitting on this chair sitting on the wait the the, the vegetable book looked like it was like a like a a, a book you'd read to like a kindergartner like it was like yes. one of like little side and he just happened to fall asleep right there once again leaves the the, the kid alone again in a strange town again bad parenting and, uh, and listen you know this kid's afraid of everything but he does a lot of exploring he's not I mean like you know like a I like, that's why I think like, I really feel like the grandfather wasn't real. I think the kid was all in his head and wow. he, he had he, like, he had an alter ego kind of thing. Well, we see, well, the family sees grandpa Seth at the end of the movie. Eh, I don't know. But no, I, I, no, I, I, I understand what you're saying. I actually thought at one point I was going to say, because I haven't seen the ending in years. I remember a lot of the movie. I was like, what if grandpa Seth really isn't dead and he's like real and he's just like really just somehow like hiding. Like when the mom comes in the beginning of the movie, he like hides behind the chair. <laughs> like, and we see that at the end, like a, in like a flashback. But so how, why does he fall asleep? Is he tired or is there something within the words of the vegetable book that makes him tired? Well, he hasn't eaten in a day. <laughs> and it's been, and I'm assuming day. they also haven't drank any water because everything's green. So they haven't eaten or drank in at least a day so far. <laughs> Maybe his belt is too tight. And it's super hot there. It is. So, it is, you know, yeah. you add all that together, you're going to be a little tired. Yes. And I love <laughs> that he has a skateboard there. And he looks in the, he just happens to look in the, the side mirror. And he sees that Nilbog is goblin spelled backwards. <laughs> and then he just skates away. And he's going, like you said, exploring. Wait, by the way, another twist. No bug. I didn't know that. What? That's goblins spelled yeah. backwards? Did you know that when you first saw the movie? 
Oh no, no, no. That, that's that's what I see. So, it was so cool. And I always remember that when he's like, <gasps> I was saying, like this movie has, you know what? They, they had some creativity in some areas. I mean, like, so like that the grandfather being dead, you didn't realize it. Now Nilbog, that was pretty creative, you know? So I give them credit for that. So that's why they need, that's why they had these goblins. Cause we were going to call the town Lord. <laughs> well, Nilbog sounds much better. Yeah. Okay. You want to have a town with a double L. It's not like it's llama. There's no llama town. Like, oh. Actually, no, there probably is a town with a double L. <laughs> so then Credence you know, comes over. She wants to bring dessert. She actually tells Arnold and Drew, like, oh, I'm going to bring our new neighbors, the thing. And she brings over dessert that says, I think, welcome in yeah. like green letters. But w- walks right in. Like doesn't knock, doesn't, you know. And the, again, the mom doesn't seem faced. Like she's she startled. And then she's like, okay, like, like nothing. I have a theory like, that the mom ate or drank the milk or something early in this movie. And you think she's like kind of hypnotized kind of thing? Like she's, I think so, because there's a scene. We'll get into a scene later that she's like totally not the way she is earlier in the movie. So I feel like she already like changed a little bit. But I don't know how I'd feel as a parent if some male, female goblin person looked at my daughter and says, hmm, appetizing. <laughs> Well, maybe the mom is a goblin and killed the gra- the father. And that's why he knows so much about this. Maybe Grandpa Seth's, holy crap, maybe his wife was a goblin. See? And they the kid is a goblin. Whoa. See? There's a connection. That's something. <laughs> that is something. <laughs> so then we cut back to Josh. He, again, this kid is so badass, eight or nine years old that age i'm picking boogers this kid's like going into warehouses and he sees like a town meeting going on he climbs up and he notices the family that they exchange with is there how big is that hole in the floor that he's looking through because he literally like it it was a small when he moved that wood there literally was this a huge hole that everybody could see him like they'd be like hey what's that kid doing up there yeah he wasn't trying to be discreet at all. I mean, he was, he, he act like he's trying to be discreet, but he really wasn't. Yeah. Do, did the pastor look like anyone to you? Ted DiBiase? Oh, he did look like Ted. Kane Hodder, the guy that plays Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, best of the best, too. I was, I was pitching some kind of wrestler or something. He just seemed yeah. like, you know, like an he old like wrestler. That. Yeah. And he had the voice the way he yeah. had the scalp. Yeah. You know, kids, you know. <laughs> kids are sinners like, but again there, there were no females like where are all the women though like i mean the only woman God there is i think there's an old woman and the family right that's it, that's it. so like well then again like is your credence i guess she's the like i guess so she like how did how, how did goblins made if there's no women i don't know and she's a god there's no girl, girl goblins when we don't say boobs right well, she's a she's she a girl. She is as a person, but in as a goblin, she looks just like all the other ones. That's true. What I mean, goblins don't even have boobs? <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, there's, there's, they can't have babies. There's no kids there. So, what do you need boobs for? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> unless that's unless the, the goblin behind me is a kid, because he looks a little different than the other ones. It could be. Maybe when you're a kid, I don't know. That, that one, look at the eyes on that one. One really big, one literally tiny. Yeah. It was like nipples. <laughs> Whoa. So, so how about 
now that we talk, I told you about like the whole underlying theme of this movie. How about when the pastor, I don't even know if he really was a pastor. I called him that, but uh, he kept talking about like all like, yeah, you know, they eat all smelly kinds of meat, sausages, yuck, smoke carcasses, yuck, beef. And I'm like, and he even says, and they have smelly bladders and stinky yeah. excrement. And I'm like, Oh my God. Like they didn't even try to hide it anymore. It's like in your face vegetarians suck but you know but again without knowing what you said i i had no clue what was going on like i'm like yeah. why are they so against all this stuff like i could have figured it out uh, you know obviously it's funny now but it, it made it's and especially the end of the movie now i get it even more but yeah. like i just it didn't make like i wish there was a way that they explained it a little bit more because i had no clue the fascination with it you know it was just so weird you know and like you said like the hole in the floor again it was huge but how low is that ceiling? Because when Josh knocks his skateboard over and it falls within seconds, that made me jump a little bit. The guy's hand yeah, yeah, is yeah, covering no, no. Josh's face and they take him and they're like, dude, okay, this is like All right. not cool, man. It's not cool. It's definitely not cool. And then if trying to force him to eat ice cream, but <laughs> which, and then again, here comes bad parenting majorly. Now, he he walks in as they're trying to force feed this this ice cream to him, right? The father. Yeah. You ha- he's surrounded by how many adults in a creepy barn or whatever, and the father's okay with that. <laughs> he was so okay with that, like he he like like he didn't flip. Like imagine that, like your your son is like like and he's screaming, you know, and he's and why was he okay? Like because they started talking normal. Like I don't know. That seemed very like. Yeah, at first I thought that he was just trying to do because he's like, oh, I'm, I'm outnumbered. I'm in this town of 26 people. It'd be but he, was 26 on he had a normal conversation with them. No, no, I know that. I thought he was just doing that to get out of there. But then on the next scene, he like totally like disregards his son. He's like, yeah. oh, come on, Josh. You're just being nice. And it's like, what? <laughs> They're trying to force feed your kid green stuff. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Jesus Christ. And they start partying with him. So it's like, it's like they, they, they so clueless. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, it was absolutely insane. And then the fact that they turned it, they turned into goblins too. And just when Michael arrived, when he woke up from his vegetable cookbook nap, he wakes up and he sees them and I, they quickly like turned back. So he didn't see like what they were. Ugh. Oh, we didn't talk about this earlier, but how about Elliot? Him and his buddy are sleeping in the same bed together. Again, all boy school. That's yeah, fine. which is fine. But when Holly shows up, she she remembers where he's at. She must have walked there. Yes, she walks there, knocks on it, and when he comes out, he was just almost like when you interrupt someone in the middle of something. He's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And he's like, buttoning his shirt, and she again lays it on the line. She's cute. She's young. Hey, I want you, but you got to leave your friends. And he's like, what do you mean? She punches him. Yeah, I, it, it, it's, it's strange. It's a strange relationship he has with his friends that, like I said, you know, and she, I mean, she's a, obviously very aggressive, but she still sticks around with him, which makes no sense. If they had sex before, then I'd be like, okay, the guy's hung like a horse, but they haven't even done anything unless he is, maybe he's a trust. All right. He's a private school kid. Trust fund. Maybe his dad works at, 
don't know, maybe Microsoft or some big company. So she's like, you know what? I'm in it to win it. But other than that, the guy has no qualities. His parents, no, parents none. hate him. None whatsoever. Yeah, it's it's a bizarre relationship. It's bizarre. Yeah. So what? another thick question. Again, I don't know much about goblins. So if there's a goblin expert listening, you know, check us out at sequels only on Twitter and let us know this. But <laughs> what do clovers have to do with goblins? Because throughout the movie, they zoom in on all these people. They have these little marks. Do clovers have a lot of chlorophyll? Well, of course they do. Well, okay. So all, all plants do. All right. And there are, well, are goblins Irish? They didn't seem drunk during the movie. <laughs> uh, they've been drinking the whole movie, the green stuff. <laughs> and it's green, Irish green. Uh, so maybe they're Irish. Maybe it's a, a, a luck thing. Maybe, I maybe. Wrote, okay. I okay. Wrote, so is a leprechaun a goblin? I was going to say that. So, okay. so now you have. So is there a difference between hobbits, <laughs> leprechauns, goblins, and trolls? Well, I'd say hobbit, hobbits look pretty normal. They, they look, look like people. Their feet look like they're like massive. Very light. Everything else is normal. They're the you size know. of a goblin. Or some, some was gummy. And, <laughs> you know, the guy behind you, totally different. Okay. So, so, okay. So, hobbits are out of the question. So, it's now trolls, leprechauns. Yeah, but leprechauns are different too. Yeah, no, they are. You're right. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I want to say it might be I might, maybe maybe goblins are from Ireland. Maybe there's a lot are, of greens. Right? There's clovers. Yeah, I just thought it was so weird that they showed that earlier on that one family they zoomed yeah. in, but they didn't mention it until like later. And I think Joshua or Grandpa Seth says that. And then I noticed on each of the each person, especially the pastor, has it like on his cheek, and I'm like, is that going to be something? Is there going to be something later? Yeah, you know what? That, you know what? We never discussed that. What what's with the mark on their face? Why do they all have the same like scar? That's the clover. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's weird. Like they didn't like, no explanation of that whatsoever. Unless that's how you spot a goblin? Probably maybe that's what makes them human. But when they put that on there, they turn human and they take it off. <laughs> <laughs> they spin like uh, Clark Ken in the phone booth. Do 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 do. Do that's all they did? They just like peeled it. That's like, it. Touched it. Goblin. That's it. <laughs> Amazing. So then we have. Uh, oh, so Michael shows up and he and he makes sure to give Elliot a piece of his mind. And then again, they were like, "Choose a, you know you have to choose." And then he goes, "I choose you, Holly." And then tells his buddy, "Like, hey, I'm out." Leaves his friend who he just bunked up next to, and. Michael is like fine with it after he just like said like hey you made us late you know I don't really like yep. you and then yep. all right let's go how, how about the fact that their two friends have been missing for how long now they haven't even think about, thought about him one bit <laughs> I know Again, I mean they've been gone for a long time yeah I'm trying to think in movie time how long has it really been that's what I'm saying like it had had to be I want like I think you might be right. It might be a weekend, like maybe two days. It had to be at least two days because it was a nighttime. Oh, but you know what? Arnold Arnold was lost right away. He didn't make it through that first night. Because the first night in the morning was when Drew wakes up. Right. And I think he, they even mentioned Arnold, and then he goes for the run. So, so it, was, it was probably two days. It was probably Especially two days. Arnold. Arnold's been gone for 24 hours. That's what I mean. There has been no talk about either one of them since they left. And the other one just went to get milk. Went to the store. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. 
Jesus. So then we get Creedence shows back up to go. She catches uh, Drew trying to drag out Arnold. And then she uses a chainsaw to grind up and chop up Arnold to feed to Drew. But he was laughing. (laughs) Why was he laughing when she was doing that? Like well, I mean, she, like, said, so, she said you'll feel a little tickle. <laughs> so when you're so you're telling me when you're cutting that trees, like it's it's like fun for them. Because <laughs> he he was literally laughing, like you know, it's I would think like screaming would come out, but he was he was giggling. It was it was more funny. of a giggle than a laugh. <laughs> a tree falls. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, tree. <laughs> Maybe they do that to make the 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 woodsman, the axeman, feel bad. He's like, man, Teddy, I can't keep chopping this tree down. It's just darn cute. Keep doing it. <laughs> I thought that was so funny just now. But the fact that he had a drink, he drank his own buddy without even knowing. Yeah. You know, that was oh, weird. Yeah, yeah. So here's the part that I that I was talking about earlier that I was alluding to, like that Holly. I think not Holly. Uh, Diana was already like something because when they show up at the house, all the cars are in, they walk in and the mom sounds pissed drunk. Yes. So maybe it is Irish, the goblins. She was like, Oh, Michael, look, look at what they've done for us. Yeah, she, she, you, you know, I think you're right. She seemed like she's been in kind of a trance like state the entire movie. Yeah. So you might be right. You know, I wonder if the end of the movie is really the beginning of the movie kind of thing. Well, no, she would she wouldn't be around if that happened. Well, You're gone forever. Yeah, uh, I guess they don't really. It's not like vampires. It's not like they turn people into goblins. So goblins don't have to be invited in. Well, we'll get to that because there is that line that's kind of weird. And if he repeated it back to her and said, "Oh yeah, you can come in," then I would have thought that. But that was weird when she said that. It was just like a, because then again later in the movie they don't go in. They wait outside. Oh, I know that. That made no sense. Yeah. But yeah, just the bad parenting. Like, again, all this stuff happened. These people just took, you know, uh, yep. Joshua and Joshua's like, these people, grandpa, they're goblins. And he's like, you know what, Joshua, I'm sick and tired. Of you. you go to your room. They're trying to show us some. I think he even says like hospitality again. So he how, goes how, how embarrassing is that, though? You, you send them upstairs in front of everybody. These are the people that were surrounding them, making feel comfortable. And you're throwing them upstairs like like yeah. bad, bad parenting. But then we get Grandpa Seth. He's back and he's better than ever. The fact that he goes to the kid, he saves the kid because Credence flies through the mirror when he's calling for Grandpa Seth. And Grandpa Seth has that axe and chops the freaking hand up of the goblin. I love that. Where does grandpa get all this stuff? Cause he also has a knapsack that he gives the kid. He's magical. I, okay. There's, there's, I mean, honestly, they needed some kind of backstory to grandpa, something. Just explain something. He's like Felix the cat. Like really, he has everything appear in seconds. Okay. So if he can chop our arm off, what do you need to keep leaning on the grandson for? Why does he just take care of business himself? <laughs> Maybe he can only do so much. <laughs> okay. Maybe he can only, Battle Credence. Maybe Credence is his ex. Something should have been added. Or maybe that's his mom. There should have been some right. something. No, I, agree. I agree. But he's able to be everywhere and, and do everything. Why doesn't he just do it himself? 
Yeah. They, again, they could have thrown an exposition like, I can only battle her, right. Joshua, but you can battle the guy. Like, if they would have just thrown that out there, so then right. we're not, th- like, as the audience, like, thinking that. But I love how he looks Paul Bunyan-ish. Yes, Paul Bunyan was an old man. And when he's standing there with, like, the axe on his shoulder and the goblin's blood's everywhere. But, dude, when he looks at the kid and says the line, we must move quickly to put out the fire. And what fire, Grandpa? <laughs> the fire that we're going to make with this and he shows the kid a mop like where'd he get that he had he's like green lantern he can make anything he wants when he wants and it's just like yeah i there's way too much power in this grandpa there's too much it's amazing it really is honestly a movie about grandpa would be like key like if they were to make a third one it had to be about grandpa and that would be like to me that would be a watchable movie Oh, hell yeah. His story just, he's so great in this movie. And the fact, again, this kid's like eight, nine years old. He gives the Molotov cocktail to the grandson. And right at that point, the pastor guy comes out and grabs it. You're like, dude, is this pastor going to kill this kid? Like, I thought he was going to light it and throw it at grandpa. And oh, my God. (laughs) So this is where the pastor does sort of say a line. All he says was like, I'm going to send you back to the gates of, you know, to hell. It would have been great if he mentioned a line again, like some exposition, like you again, or, you know, you've come back or some stupid kind of, maybe it was like he was a, his family was one that escaped when he was a kid. I I know what I get based on what you were saying. I don't think this, the writer, the the director writer really cared much about that. They just wanted to focus on the vegetables. The, the the anti-vegetarian yeah uh, I, I don't think propaganda. i don't think they cared about something like the loopholes i just think they just wanted this to, she was so mad and made a spiteful movie that she didn't care about anything else because but, honestly that's the, the biggest loophole is the grandfather i mean you know without there's no explanation why he knows so much um that would have made i think that could have made a difference in a movie of, of just explaining a little bit more you know yeah and he's by far just so great and the fact that again the magic that he had so this pastor's like trying to cast him to hell and then grandpa uses this magic and makes this lightning bolt that looks like a lightning bolt on a piece of paper appear and just start the guy on fire it yeah. was unbelievable that was awesome i did like the burnt flesh goblin the burnt flesh goblin looked awesome and one funny thing from the documentary is they made in the documentary, they go to the house and they redo a few of the scenes and they redo that one. Just George running out and grabbing the fire extinguisher. And he goes to the director. He goes, but how the hell would I know the fire extinguisher is there? Cause if you notice it's like tucked away from, so he wouldn't know if it's there. So <laughs> it was silly, but I love that their face was, they, they look down at it. They're like, what is that? And they're like, he was one of us. And I'm like, Whoa, it's happening. So fire melts the skin off to turn you into a goblin. So is it like one fat? It's like what is it? A, like a human suit? <laughs> yeah, I think it is. is. It like hell, it's like Hellraiser. It's like that thing in Hellraiser. They just like zip it up and hell yeah. No, it's just like yeah, it's that. And maybe he just pulls off the, like the <laughs> like the four leaf clover. They, so really, it, it wasn't the fire that was all over him. The fire hit the patch. That, <laughs> the that's. <little> that's <laughs> And then they freaking, when they surround the family, like again, right at that point, and they are like not moving. It's like really for like the, the slow, the slow walk back, and they all like converge together. Like they all like hug each other. Meanwhile, 
they totally forgot about the kid because he's still upstairs. So they're not, they're not even thinking about that at all. Well, no, he's outside. He's a, he was outside with grandpa. Oh, but he, but he separated from them. He wasn't, I yeah, mean, yeah. like he wasn't. So like, they're not even thinking about like, they're all together except the kid. Yeah. Like, how about like, you know, call him over. <laughs> so then we cut to Credence where somehow she makes the sun go down. How does that happen? Oh, she's the goblin queen. The goblin queen. That's a hell of a, that's a hell of a title. Well, w- w- goblin mother. Like she's something. No, she's like the goblin. That. I like that. No, I yeah. think she's the, they call her mother later in the movie. Yeah. Right. So I think so. And then they say like mother of the God or some weird line, but this whole, this whole scene coming up. I don't, I don't understand. It doesn't, I don't understand. It, it, it really like, it really makes no sense at all. Like it, it, it was almost like, I don't even know like what's the purpose. Like it really like, was there anything well, to documentary about it? No, there was nothing about the documentary. All George said, he didn't know what, was happening with the corner of the cob like what could have been happening in there but dude okay. she is in okay. the scene this is the only thing like, i asked him like if people got, kept things from the movie like he didn't keep the vegetable book but a bunch of fans mailed him it which is cool deborah kept her this outfit like this corset and dude how was that the same person from earlier in the movie i know it's makeup and the way people are dressed but va va boom and, okay. Okay. I need to address this. So she comes in there and I get it. The kid has never seen a girl before and she walks in there and the way she looks and everything else. But I'll tell you right now, if I'm, if I'm that kid and I see her pull out a thing of corn, a corn and a cob, I'm not thinking we're eating it. I'm, I'm, I mean, Wait, I, I have to stop you before okay. even that, before even that, you can be the horniest kid in the world, but if I'm watching TV and the TV cuts off and then I see the footage of what seems to be outside of my Winnebago in 1992, I don't think I'm going to answer the door for anyone. Again, right. she's smoking hot. But but again, but, you know, maybe that could be a try. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm more okay with that. And <laughs> you're pulling out that big corn in the cob. <laughs> While she's, while I'm like laying down, kind of like in a, in a bad way, I'm thinking this is not going to go well. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, I, it didn't go the direction I thought it was going to go in. But um, in my mind, I'm like, no way. I love when she when she cur- when she like caressed her thigh with it, like on the camera. I'm like, I, I, is this sexy? I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking about it. It was just, it was a weird, it was a whole weird, and then. They're eating. Like, was there any? They didn't talk about the corn. It was just because it's vegetables. It was just there was like, no. The dumbest part was was it's a piece of frigging corn. I know what corn like, can turn into like, when you I dry know. it out and you do the process. But when the when she goes, do you like corn? He goes, no, I like popcorn. <laughs> they start making out and popcorns everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. I mean, like he's choking on it. it's coming out of his mouth, like. What was the point of that scene? Like, I don't like there was this had nothing to do with the movie at all. And he didn't die. He was he alive at the very end, yeah. which if he died, maybe it made sense. But again, the corn and the cob popcorn everywhere. The corn was still intact. <laughs> they should at least had somebody with a knife, like cut it all down. So it was all gone. No, perfect piece of corn. It, it just made no, it was just a weird scene. Like it just made no sense. And then he wakes up with popcorn, spitting popcorn out. And that's it. That was the whole scene. Like it, what, I don't know. It was just so bizarre. I wrote this sex scene makes the one in Showgirls look good. 
I don't know. The, the pool scene in, in Showgirls is a little, uh, <laughs> you know, mechanical bull. <laughs> God, that was so great. So that, that whole part, then we cut back to the family. They're surrounded in the house. And they think, hey, you know what? Let's go in. And <laughs> again, great line, just the Italian to English thing. When Holly is like, why don't we have a seance so we could talk to Grandpa Seth? And he's like, oh, my God, you're so smart, big sister. So stupid. <laughs> but how about the grandpa? When, and that the, not the grandpa, the sheriff, when he holds up the oh. bag and he's like, there are sandwiches in here. <laughs> so eat them. Make it easier. Again, like you know, watching this movie, not knowing the background, I'm like, what is going on? Like, like, like it, they really, I, 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 in a way, I wish I knew ahead of time because it would it would make the movie a little bit more understandable and I guess enjoyable. Like, not understanding why he had sandwiches in a car, why he had sandwiches in his bag, like it, it made no sense. I'm like, what is going on? Like, it was so bizarre. Oh my god, dude! And then later, you have the guy that owns the general store. He's like. Just eat the sandwiches because if not, then we have to, it was like this weird process. Then we're going to have to strain you and then we're going to have to make it sit overnight and we're hungry. And I was like, why would, if somebody wanted to kill me, I don't think I'd make it easier for them. Like in uh, God, the pick of destiny with uh, Jack Black, when Tim oh, Robbins yeah. has <laughs> can't walk and he's like, come over here so I can stab you. It's like, why would you help your, you know, the guy trying to kill you? Yeah. Oh my God. But how about grandpa? So they get grandpa to come back. But grandpa goes, I'm only here for 10 minutes. <laughs> it's like he had a hot date. His times are are off. 30 seconds, 10 minutes, you know. <laughs> he, he can only do his stuff, you know, a certain amount of time. <laughs> but then they tell like, hey, this is what we got to do. And we have to destroy the magic stone that gives them power. And then just before this, this whole time, like you said before, why are these people afraid to go in? And then they finally just, I'm like storm the castle. Then they finally right, do. Right. I liked, dude, that scene was cool because I don't think there were stunt people. It was just George as Michael tossing these people around. Well, it, it also seems that goblins are not good on staircases because they, 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 tr- they had trouble uh, on every staircase. They were all falling down. Well, I'm going to guess those masks are probably not that good. So they probably couldn't see where they were going. That is, that's, that's probably possible. That's definitely possible. But you're right though. Cause they, first of all, they were inside for the party. So they, why wouldn't they just bum rush? Like I said, like why they have to wait unless they had, they couldn't go back in until they turned to goblins again. Like that didn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. I don't know. But they, they told, the mu- it was funny. The music and how many were yeah. in there and they were yeah. just chased. I love yeah. when they got upstairs and the, somehow there were some in the bedroom already. Yeah. <laughs> like somewhere in the house, like waiting. No, that was, that was funny. Uh, and then this is when Grandpa Seth gives him a bag. He gives him a bag and he goes, again, weird exposition. Hey, there's you can use the contents in this bag, but only, only when you need them. <laughs> so you're saying don't use it when you don't need them. Basically what he's saying. Okay. Oh, my God. And again, so Grandpa has the bag. Why does the kid need it? Because it really, honestly, the kid did nothing that Grandpa could have done himself. I don't bag. think he could do it. Maybe, maybe that's something that he's not able to, or he's a uh, fight club. He's Tyler. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm telling you it's That's the only, that's the only explanation. Yeah. And what's in the family. I know they were kind of like had a lot going on, but Joshua just disappeared. He like yeah. teleported to the, the house. Right. And he's just sitting there. He's by himself. 
And he gets again. The actors is probably couldn't see the guy in the goblin suit. He was choking him pretty good for an eight year old kid. They grabbed them. They, I mean, they were grabbing them. Throw. I mean, like they they grabbed them aggressively. That was it. Was yeah, yeah. Like, holy crap, man! I love that. And the fact that the (laughs) oh my god, the fact. What did you think was going to be in that bag? I, I thought some kind of like knife or something like some kind of weapon. I, I would say if you gave me 500 choices of what would be in that bag, I could come up with 500 different things that possibly could be used to go after the goblins. The thing he pulls out would never be one of them. You weren't thinking a double decker bologna sandwich. <laughs> Again, imagine watching this again, nothing, not knowing anything about vegetarian. And that's the weapon of choice. I'm like, what is going on? I mean, seriously, so ridiculous. Like I said, I could 500 things I could come up with. A bologna sandwich would not be one of them. And just the way he was eating it. (laughs) Comes right. And they start all convulsing because of this. There was, I don't know if you ever heard of a movie called Leonard Part Six with Bill Cosby. Yeah. Okay, so at the end of the movie, I think his weapon of choice was hamburger meat that he would throw <laughs> at the bad guys and it would melt them. He was raw hamburger meat, and that's what it reminded me of. Like, and that movie was, was I think, rated one of the worst movies ever made. Oh. So, not the best worst movie. You know which one that is. <laughs> but uh, same concept: a bologna sandwich and hamburger meat. <laughs> I love that. It's so great. And then Joshua puts his hand on like the stone because he's trying to like, you know, somehow break it. The family comes and he just tells them like, come on, put your hands on it. Only the power of goodness can destroy these monsters. And then we get more lightning, more convulsing. And then boom. And then we just cut to the family yeah. pulling in their driveway. Yeah. And and, and it's a happy ending. It's... Or is or, it? Or is it? Yeah. <laughs> How about the fact that you get home? So again, they were doing this exchange in their minds. They were going to do this, like you know, family exchange. They come here. What kind of family would just when she opens the fridge, and just a bunch of out before even that, uh, Holly goes to Elliot's house, and uh, Michael go, again. What day is it? It's going to be like a. He goes. You know, I'm going to go in the office now. What? You're off for a month. What office? I'm going to take a nap. I'm taking a shower. They just uh, had a battle with goblins and they're acting like nothing happened. Yeah. They're just (laughs) swallowing it. And one day it's going to, they're going to crash. They don't look disheveled. They just look like they just came back on vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Like there was like, like like that was the best vacation we've ever had. That's that's what it looked like. They're like all relaxed at home now. That sounds like a John McClane vacation. You go on vacation, kill some goblins, have a little party. But no, just the fact that everybody leaves and then they go in the house and all that's in there for this family they thought was going to come live in their home for a month was apples. A lot of apples. Yeah. It was just insane. And then back to, you know, I don't want to But you know what, David, think about it this, think about it this way. They, they, they're house swapping with the other family. This is the first time they've done it. The other family had a feast. They only left apples. That is true. So this, so you know, they don't they don't know what they're doing. What would what would you do? You come out 
one day you look over your neighbors and there's like different people in the house. You'd be like, what the hell's going on? And they're like, oh, how you doing? I'm going to be living here in the next month. Uh, we swapped with the Carmichael's. Yeah, we're going to be here now. I, I really wonder if if that's a real, I mean, I've heard of, of going like Amish country and you could, you know, stay at a farm and you wake up early, you work on the farm and all that kind of, in like Pennsylvania, but the swap houses, it's just bizarre. I, I, yeah, I mean, I'm sure it happens, I guess, but it's just weird. Yeah. No Amish like, is living like, in my house. I'm not <laughs> swapping with the Amish. <laughs> They'll take it all my electricity. <laughs> you don't need this. <laughs> so then they're, they're eating the apples Josh goes to his room. The mom says she's going to take a hot shower. Well, don't forget, the apple is the first thing they've eaten in three days. Yeah. Again, I don't think earlier in the movie when like the kid ate the, the green meat sandwich in the sheriff's car, again, he started sweating right away, but I don't know if those apples were tainted. It's not like we saw anything. that. So I think she ate something earlier. But anyway. You know what? Oh, you just made me think of something. So how about the fact that they're missing three other kids. They never <laughs> got a trip. <laughs> I mean, they all came home. The, the boyfriend came home. The friends are still missing. Holy shit. Yeah. I, I, I just like <laughs> when the first thing Elliot says, if when Holly's like, I just want to lay down. And Elliot's like, dude, I got to go talk to Arnold's dad. This, this is a guy that couldn't leave his friends for anything. They've been missing for two days. He just forgot about him. Like, I whoa, just thought of that. <laughs> What if this was his plan? He didn't know how to break up with his friends to be with his girl. He set up the whole family swap and had them killed. There you go. He's All a right. goblin. Right. See? <laughs> that, 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 that makes a lot more sense than some of the things that we okay, discussed. That, that explains everything. We can rewrite the script. Yeah. So then Joshua's in his room. He, see, he starts hearing these weird like mouthy <laughs> sounds coming from the hallway. And then he finds a baseball. It says, mommy is so good. And the shower just before that was like covered in green. And then poof, he walks in and he just sees his mom getting devoured by these goblins. How did they get there? Did they follow him? I, is, well, where's the father and daughter? Is that the father and daughter? No, there was like six or seven of them. I thought they all died. They were all convulsing. Maybe they turn. Maybe the family turned into goblins, and they yeah. start eating each other. Or the goblins are faking it. They're like, "Okay, we're gonna do this thing. When they touch that stone, <laughs> let's pretend it bothers us." Go! <laughs> I love. Are I they love planning on making a third one? Is that is that why they did that? Or because <laughs> it, it just ended? It just ended like that. Like it was such a like you know. They're so you're telling me my mom? So after all that, the goblins are gonna win and eat everybody. Oh yeah. Well, do you think you think Joshua ran and got away? I would think so. Well, why? He's been pretty good throughout the yeah, whole. But movie. Yeah, but the grandfather is—he uh, only had ten minutes. He's gone. Oh yes, yeah, he's on his own now. Or is he? I would love to. Have the grandpa, like, here, here's a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> Throw it in your kitchen. But I love that. So one okay, so, so if he does get away, so now the, the, the movie basically is the kid's an orphan the rest of his life and his family's <laughs> died. Okay. That's a happy ending. That's nice. Troll three on the run. And it's just the kid <laughs> running from his like goblin family. But how about the one troll looks up and again, do you think they're gonna speak? Yeah, they do. Do you want some Joshua? And then boom, 
end. Fun fact, that was the first scene they filmed. The last scene was the first scene? Yeah, is that bizarre? Yeah. That's you know, obviously go in order because based on the way they can of schedule course, things, but still though that. of all scenes though yeah i know and that's well, like a simple scene like it doesn't have to be first like it was, it's a, that's an easy scene to film unless they were like hey we're gonna try this jello mold they're like holy shit it held let's film this right now well just th- think about face off and not face yeah face off the first scene they film in that movie is the action sequence at the end the first scene they ever filmed well, you know, I could I could see that only because what if someone gets hurt or something like that? Uh, you know, you got to get the, the big big scene out of the way. I mean, a huge yeah, scene. Yeah. This is this is simple. You know, to, like makes no sense. But <laughs> maybe maybe they they only rented a house out for whatever, and they need to get you know use that. <laughs> maybe. Wow. Like, oh shit! I thought I thought we rented for a week, only a day. But uh, yeah, so that was troll too. This is like for us like the pinnacle of sequels because just that it is the best worst movie so that means it's the best worst sequel ever made so jamie what was it what what was your experience like watching this like i said you know if you didn't tell me anything about the best worst movie the documentary and all that i would have a hard time watching this you know (laughs) but knowing knowing what i was getting into without knowing the details but knowing what i was getting into it made it easier I'm not saying it wasn't rough to watch it. I'm not saying, you know, it, you know, it had its moments again for the time it came out. Um, but it was, you know, it's definitely interesting knowing the history of it. And I definitely, I, I would say, you know, I know the next question is, you know, would you recommend it? I would say that watch it the way I did and then watch the documentary. Cause I'm going to watch the documentary because that will just add, add to it. Um, I think if you're not going to watch the documentary, then don't watch the movie. <laughs> I just think it's one of those movies, like we mentioned before, like there's bad movies that you watch and you're like, these people like suck and they're just mailing it in. But I appreciate like when you could tell people are like giving it them all and I, they're giving it their all. And again, I'm not going to lie. Like I loved grandpa sets, some of his lines, the jokes, uh, George's line, you know, the hunger pains, uh, you don't piss on hospital, Southern hospitality. There's just like these funny lines in this movie. And again, this is part of like, it's hard, it's a cult classic. It's like cinematic history. That's something, a perfect storm happened when they filmed this movie in Utah over three weeks. No, you know, listen, these kind of movies have fan bases, you know, um, lo- a lot of people love these campy, you know, band movies yeah. regardless. So, you know, th- there's definitely a fan base. Um, I'm not one for these kind of movies. I, I have a hard time watching them. Um, but again, this one is a little different. This one, it, because of the, the history with it, um, I think it makes it a little easier. But like I said, if, it, if you're not into these kind of movies, you're not going to like it. But if you're into documentaries, then it's definitely worth a watch. I think, I think it should be a combination. If, you, if you're going to watch it, you got to watch both. No, yeah, no. You got to watch it. And they're both uh, Troll 2, HBO Max, I mentioned before. And uh on Tubi, the best worst movie is uh, free. So yeah, so that is Troll Two. That we are leaving Nilbog, and our next sequel that we're covering is perfect because it has next in its name, the next Karate Kid, the installment that happened. I think five years after Karate Kid Part Three, stars Hillary Swank, Pat Morita, Michael Friggin Ironside, and then next week's guest, Michael Cavalieri, who plays the villain Ned in the movie, but. So one thing that I knew him from was the movie Showdown. That's a great movie from my childhood. It was on like UPN or W Channel 11, you know, on Saturdays, like so many times. It's free on Amazon Prime, which I definitely recommend. Next Karate Kid is free on Netflix, but Billy Blanks, 
uh, Patrick Kilpatrick, who we interviewed, and that'll be out in May when we're going to do Under Siege 2. But God, just the fact that that movie's a ripoff of Karate Kid. And then the next year, uh, you know, Michael gets this role of a lifetime playing a villain in one of the biggest, one of the biggest really karate franchises. There's bigger ones that we're going to be covering ones in the next few months. But this one is like a huge, huge, like everybody knows the Karate Kid. I have it. I mean, I saw this a long time ago, so I'm looking forward to watching it. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. And then Michael has a, a movie coming out and it's a Ritornato. And I'll put all those links in the notes when I put it out, but it's really cool. It's about him going back to his family's home in Italy. And it's just like a really touching story, like documentary type filming, but cool. you're going to like him a lot. So uh, don't forget to review rate share our podcast follow us on all social media at sequels only and don't forget to check out our website sequels good night good night